HD 107.9 Life. Great to be here with you this evening, joined as always by the wonderful Michaela Howard-Jones. How are you going, Michaela? Oh, amazing, James. How are you going? I'm very well indeed. What have you been up to? Oh, not much. We were just having a chat about my really crummy breakfast this morning, so uh, just 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 the coffee this morning. It's really not enough. No, you know, I'm it's not sustaining myself. Um, today is a real uh, honor and a real privilege for a me treat. because we welcome. It really is because we have a very <laughs> special guest in today, uh, someone who I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. Not going to lie, uh, Tian Cook. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Uh, well, wonderful. Great to have you here. So uh, we're going to be chatting with Tian over the course of the show today, as well as uh, lots of music and lots of other bits and. Pieces as well. We, we, we've got a, a big uh, set of conferences coming up, HD conferences that we run with uh, students doing radio and podcasting. Yes, that's right. Tian's going to be a part of that, but she has a very, very rich, illustrious history. Um, I certainly heard of her and heard her stuff long before I knew that she was either from Adelaide mm. and either lived here. And secondly, was actually a Sacred Heart Old Scholar. That is correct. Like yourself. Like myself. Okay, like Howard Jones. <laughs> Oh, there it goes again. You can't Every time I say Michaela Howard-Jones, I actually have to play the song. <laughs> this is going to get very tiresome. It is. And I think we might be having to pay royalties to Howard Jones. I was just about to say, we're going to rack up a bill in um, yeah, royalty rest, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. Worth it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Worth every said. Brand new for Birds of Tokyo. You're listening to HD 107.9 Live. Sarah Reeves and Justin Bieber on the way. In the next 10 minutes, Michaela Howard-Jones, hello, of hello. course, is here as the co-host. <laughs> you are sticking true to your word. I am, oh, absolutely. It's getting shorter and shorter every time that you play it. Soon well, it'll I'm just thinking be the about the note. royalties, man. <laughs> That's all I'm worried about. <laughs> worry about that. Our special guest today is wonderful uh, radio producer, Tian Cook. And we will get on to all of your stuff that you've made, Tian. Um, and how is it that I knew of you even before I knew that you were from here from Adelaide? But the one beautifully surprising bit of information is you're part of the crew, man. You are <laughs> Sacred Heart Old Scholar. What year did you graduate from Sacred Heart? I am an 09 graduate. An 09 graduate. You, you say know. it like that's a thing. Well, you know, you've got the jumper to uh, to prove it. So Yeah. This, do you remember the day you got your senior jumper? Oh, I remember the build-up. I remember when you have to design it and everyone's putting in their designs. Mm. Um, yeah, I, well, I remember getting it for sure. It was a big day. Mm. It's always a big day. <laughs> yeah, the build-up for sure. I love that you said that because um, they were like, oh, yeah, you get them by the end of the first term. And then it was like, end of the second term for sure. And then it's like, you know, graduation is rolling around and they're like, we're working on it, we're working on it. Did it really get that late? <laughs> really? really? Late. Yeah. So you got through winter and you're all oh like, going, we're not, we're not going to buy a school jumper, jumper because we're waiting for a senior's jumper. <laughs> yeah. Gonna happen, yeah. yeah. I think now though it's completely sure. the opposite of, of what it was because I remember when um, we did a series at St Francis de Sales College in Mount Barker last year, mm. and I went on their Year Twelve retreat, which would have been in March or February even. Like yeah. it was really early on, and it was so super hot. And I got there, <laughs> and it was at the beginning of their third day, which I tell you what is never a is never the most ideal day to no. interview students on a retreat <laughs> at the beginning no. of the third day because no. the end of the second day is the big sharing time and you know they're you know emotionally and Everyone's physically exhausted, exhausted. Um, but the thing I couldn't understand I got there first thing in the morning and we go down to this park and and uh, where, where they're doing a kind of like a sharing thing and then but they're all wearing these really thick <laughs> and St. Francis de Sales are not just jumpers they're like jackets oh, they're yeah. like they're really really hot and I was saying to them I sort of did a bit of an side to them going is it 
like to one of the staff members going, why are they all wearing their jacket? It's really, is it just me? Is it really hot? Have I got like a fever or something? Am I getting this all wrong? I go, no, 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 they got presented it yesterday. And like the, you are not going to get those jackets off of them no. for love or money right now. So that's the thing. And also, again, you know, my daughter, you know, she's sort of at the end of primary school and they get seniors jumpers in primary school. Mm. This is now a thing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like the other day, like 37 degrees. Oh, yeah. And, and she came home and she was wearing okay don't tell me you did it <laughs> darling it's not healthy yeah i was about to say for healthy and just like well-being in general just pack it up and bring it back out in like august at least you know at least yeah oh no even june yeah june, no, that's <laughs> the end of august is the end of like i was gonna say easter end of like what is that thing again? Winter. Winter. Oh, that thing, winter. <laughs> What's that thing that's like Easter? Winter. <laughs> winter. That thing. Same thing. That's it. So, uh, so, so it's been for you then, Tiana, it's been like 11 years. I Has know. it seemed like 11 years since no, you left? That is so scary. 11 years. No. Not no? No. It's all gone by in a, the, a blink of an eye. Mm. So. Is there any, like, specific things from your time there? Did you, like, go to Sacred Heart Year 10, 11, 12? Did you come from one of the – did you come from Marymount? Yeah, I came from Marymount. And, you know, I mean, in the time that I've been out of school, Marymount's no longer no. A, a, mm. a, a place to go. So that's that's pretty shocking. But I guess that's a sign of the times. It's uh, <laughs> 11 years on. How much do you think um, a school like Sacred Heart, now that you've been out for, like, 11 years, you've been out. <laughs> so they busted out. Then you've been out, like, in the wild. <laughs> it do, seriously though, I remember leaving school and it really does feel like you're walking into the wild. It does feel a bit like that. I mean, how much do you think um, being at Sacred Heart kind of defined your journey from then on? Do you think there was any particular things that kind of happened during your period of Sacred Heart that's kind of helped to sort of like form the person that you kind of became after that? Oh goodness. What a big Just question. asking the small questions here. No, I'm terrible at small talk, can you tell? Oh goodness. Um, well, uh, it's everything. I feel like there was a real shift in year 12 um, and that kind of helped to move into uni and then into life. I felt like the teachers really started to treat you as an equal, as right. an adult. And that I felt was a great shift because then you step up, then you become an adult. And moving into uni, my goodness, you realise, you know, there's not going to be a teacher you know, there every minute of every day checking, have you done your work? Have you done your work? Like yeah. you have to be an independent person and you have to, you know, it's up to you if you want to submit that assignment and if you want to get that done. So I felt like that was a big step and that that was definitely a good thing. Yeah. If it, like favourite Sacred Heart memory, if you had to choose one? Oh, goodness. The first one that comes into your mind when I ask that, not the first one that you think about. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, my my really good friend and I, we um, organised a big cricket match to raise some money for the bushfire appeal at the time. That was a really great day and that was – it kind of felt great to be part of a community that came together to yeah. do something. Was that um, the bit of, of it that you was the best part, the fact that it was about that community – building thing yeah yeah and I mean obviously Sacred Heart was a pretty big sports school as yeah. well so still is kind of spoilers to, yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so not, not a spoiler not a spoiler at all yeah. Um, but yeah that I guess to use sports as a way to kind of raise money that was pretty cool um, yeah. but yeah just that community and and uh, even with the teachers yeah like I said those relationships you kind of form especially in year 12 because it's such a big year and and uh, everyone's working so hard and you know the teachers 
just put in for you and, and you equally do your best. So yeah. I thought that was really great. Awesome. Michaela is here with me and Tian Cook is our guest. Tian is an old scholar of um, Sacred, Sacred Heart. Heart. That's right. I knew. <laughs> Give just, me a second. Sorry. Uh, sorry. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Sacred Heart College, yeah. Um, as are you, Michaela Howard Jones yes. and Mary Mount, both. So it's like if you couldn't uh, tell because so I was so anxious to cut you on the cut you off. Sorry. Oh, I know. It's like <laughs> you don't even hesitate Settle with that down. stuff. You don't don't even hesitate. <laughs> um, the the reason that you were here though is primarily not because you are a Sacred Heart old scholar. In fact, I didn't even know this until much later in the piece, until after I became aware of you, um, because uh, you were featured on a two part episode of a podcast called House Sound, which is kind of like like, you know, the, the, the Rolls-Royce guide to podcasting that's put out by a group called Transom, who are kind of like the big uh, radio and podcasting school. And, uh, yeah, they played this double piece of um, uh, of of yours, and they mentioned you by name, Tian. But, of course, they got an American accent, so you're not quite sure, you know, if it's a thing. Until, of course, the piece starts, and it's a profile of a, uh, a woman who was uh, Helen Oxenham, who was like a big uh, advocate against uh, domestic violence and a assisting uh, you know women and children in need uh down in christie's beach and that was the the piece i thought oh christie's beach i know christie's beach that's you know relatively close by since doing that though like one of the things that you'd spent quite a bit of time doing was that you moved you went up north to port Pirie and started working as a producer for let's just say the national broadcaster uh up there working for a radio station up there um can you tell us a bit about that experience and what a sort of a shift that was for you coming out of working, um, sort of like doing metro radio and audio stuff and moving kind of out there two, three hundred kilometres out into the country and working for that community? What was that like? Mm, well, it was a fantastic experience, I guess. Um, you know, you're, you're dealing with a community, a small community, and you really want to do your best to deliver news that's relevant to them and stories that are relevant to them. And uh, because it was north and west South Australia, so it's a a very large region so you've got um, so many stories to tell through that whole region um, so it was great and just working in a small office with a lot of people like-minded people who are pumped about radio about telling stories um, so sometimes it was just a matter of grabbing a mic and going down the street sometimes it'd mean jumping in the car and driving hundreds of kilometers you know so uh, it was it was really good fun and working with some some great people so. yeah I, i'd be really interested to know like what a normal day is like like you get, so you get there in the morning and you were doing breakfast as well weren't you yes so like so the typical day would start you know just a fractionally earlier than a normal person's day would start generally <laughs> right. so can you talk us a little bit through like a, a what a typical day would be as a as a producer of a breakfast radio show like in the country mm. well I mean it's a it's a 5am alarm probably earlier if you're working in metro but mm. yeah so for us probably 5am you get in there you're checking all the news stories of the day making sure um, you know because a lot of the program is set up the day before in right. regional um, but you know you need to be aware of anything that's broken overnight and it's it's really not obviously your 9 to 5 and you don't have set hours necessarily because you're always on when you go home you're checking things you're you're making sure you're up to date because yeah. it's on you as a producer especially and the presenter equally uh, you know we work together it was a, a two-person team um, but it's up to you to make sure you're across everything so yeah. um, and that's right you're just wanting to to make sure that your audience um, feels listened to and and that you're telling stories that are relevant 
yeah, GM. So. For sure. Do you, what do you miss about it, like not doing it anymore? What's the thing that you miss? Uh, yeah, the relationships, definitely the relationships with colleagues and and your audience. You know, you've got the same regular people that call you up and you know their voice and you know that they call it 10 past 7 every day and it's those kind of relationships um, and often regular guests that you that you get on. So, And you feel like you're doing something really important, especially um, over summertime with bushfire coverage. Yeah. Um, that is, you are a lifeline. Oh, were you there when that happened? Uh, yeah, I yeah. I was broadcasting through um, that really terrible summer that we wow. had, 2019, Far 2020. Out. That so been huge. Yeah, um, they were big, really long days, and um, you know you'd you'd be rolling coverage, so you are thinking on your feet. Like every, f- you don't have a rundown. Yeah, it's just you know five minutes okay we're going to get a few callers up and then we're going to go to the cfs again and then so yeah. you're just working like non-stop for for however many hours you need it until they get the next group to come in and cover so yeah wow um, yeah it's you really feel you're doing something important on those days for yeah. sure Wow, that's huge. Thanks for sharing that. It's wonderful. That was Tones and I. This is Arch D. We are back in the studio again. James, across from me. And Tian, just over to my left. I, I had to give, do, a, do a little bit of a left this, and a right then. Is this the time again second. we have to explain we're around a circular table so people don't get like dizzy? <laughs> you say have to. Like people are like... What? To the left, to the forward, to the right? No, people people get it, James. It's okay. You can take a breather. Well, the from fact that. of the matter is, if you're around a circular table, inadvertently everyone will you'll if you keep going to your left, you'll eventually hit the person. <laughs> that's true. That's mm, that's it very, is very true. true. Fun fact of the day from you, James. I Thank am you a so purveyor much. of truth. It is my thing. <laughs> James, something you said earlier on in the piece. Uh you're not good at small talk, right? Well, <laughs> just no, casually okay. I mean, I think... Are you saying I'm making bad conversation? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, okay. it's, it's not in touch on your conversation at all. But um, in talking about uh, small talk, there's, there's always those things that like come up when you're talking about small talk. And uh, one of those things is things like timeless debates oh, that yes. people are always bound to have an opinion on. And it's like one of those things where you always throw it out there and you're like, aha, here's a question for you. And then people just like, like get violently passionate about it. And you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, take, take a step back. Yep. Right? Uh, one of these really great examples of that being the toilet paper debate. Are you familiar, Tian? Is it, is it the over and the under? The over and the under, that's correct. What, and which, which way do you go? I don't feel like I'm passionately one way or the other. But <laughs> You're not consistent. I've heard rumours that people like you exist, <laughs> but I never believed it. Maybe an under? Oh, Maybe an under. Oh, you could, you're on the fence. You could oh, have gone no. either way then. And you've gone the wrong way. I'm really Do sorry. Do you hate me now? <laughs> Hate's a strong word. word. <laughs> uh, another one of these debates is uh, I feel really passionately about this one: milk before tea. Have you heard this one? Oh, between the hot water first and the milk first. Milk first. So, like, some people will put milk and then the tea bag and then the hot water. Is that right? So it doesn't even make enough sense to no, me to I be able th- to talk I think, about it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I, I used to play in a band with a guy who was very passionately English. I mean, there are people who are English and then there are people who are all caps like English. Like English TM. Yeah, like, you know. yeah, exactly right. And uh, he would have this big thing, and I even forget which way it was around, but the debate is always, and it always comes down to the scolding of the milk, but it's 
always like, no, if you put the milk in first and then the hot water, it doesn't scold the milk. But uh, if that was me, I'd go, mm, I always put the milk in last because I want to yeah, see, I want to make sure the colour's right. Yeah, you know, totally. It's like you can't put the milk in it's first. It's like pouring the water before the cordial. Like who would do that? You just like... Just like pouring cordial with a blindfold on, honestly. Well, then you got to stir it after that. <laughs> Who wants whole, to do that? Whole lot of Who stuff wants to bring goes. utensils to a cordial <laughs> thing? No way. To a cordial thing. Now, we were having a little bit of a chat about this next one. This one being the wearing socks to bed debate. And James, I am strictly no socks. You say you're the same. Absolutely. And that you will passionately debate this to your children because I'm assuming that they don't have the same opinion as you. Um, well, I think I think it's got more to do with just uh, can you be bothered taking off your socks, really? I think it comes more to It's not really <laughs> a, a question of taste. It's like, uh, <laughs> uh, I really want to do that. How about you, Tiana? You uh, socks in bed or socks out of bed? No socks. No socks. No socks. no socks. I'm the same. I get too hot. I'm I'm a one leg out of the blanket person as well. Oh, yes. It's so, a really good yeah temperature regulator. Yeah, yeah. totally. Because like to put your leg out and then to have a sock on your foot just seems counterintuitive to me. Mm, yeah. But um, yeah, so this is a bit of a passionate debate. But I the reason I bring this up is because now, unfortunately, this does not sway to the side of the opinion that the three people around this table, this round table has. Mm-hmm. But um, I recently came across a TikTok video of a doctor talking about this debate. I'll play it for you now because this just puts this one completely to bed. So wearing socks makes your feet warm and this opens up the blood vessels that cools the body down. The body being cool tells the brain that it's time for bed. So actually people that wear socks tend to fall asleep faster. Dr. Jess out. Nah. <laughs> I'm just going to say flat out no to that. No. So flat out no, you don't believe it? Or no. Flat out no. Who is this Dr. Chess? I want, I, want I, I want a copy of her medical certificate. I want, to, I want to see for real that's the case. I don't. I just don't buy that. James, look, I can tell you, I can spin my phone around. She is in a white lab coat. If you can see, I believe that, you know, makes her 100% objectively a doctor. Um, so Dude, I've been in schools where I've seen like years <laughs> Sixes wearing lab coats, but I'm not gonna. Are you suggesting necessarily that this is just, say they're all doctors? This is yet. just some scientist in her kitchen with a lab coat who's just some teacher, science teacher who's just gone. You know, well, I'm gonna shake up the internet today. Well, I don't know, and I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to see what if you go with me on this one, Tian. Like the fact that she's on TikTok alone to me <laughs> makes me suspicious. Well, that's the way people are getting used these days. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, Backfired. yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> so my question to you was going to, was going to be, does this scientific fact make you change your mind about Never. socks? No, no. no. <laughs> Considering that you don't even believe it, I can't. She, say I mean, it does. the same scientist or whatever she is, doctor, whatever. <laughs> like she, she could like same argued that same thing of going. You know what? Wearing jumpers out in the snow or something <laughs> is actually no. The capillaries and the you know, like I just nah, <laughs> nah, not buying it. Now, James, you and I we were having a little bit of a chat on air because um, <laughs> this is awfully linked because you were literally just out of the sentence of you saying stop telling me that your resources are TikTok and my next <laughs> sentence to you is about to be I saw this thing on TikTok uh-huh. um, <laughs> but I saw well, something Well as Tian said I tried to bring <laughs> over to my side just go actually that's how people communicate now <laughs> exactly. and then I just cried You're into a closet <laughs> and cried You sli- slowly are losing this debate um, but James you said that I should bring this up actually because Tian James James has mentioned that you and I are possibly probably in the same def- the right demographic for this. Um, but t- speaking of uh, classic timeless debates, 
Team Jacob versus Team Edwards. What? Twilight, you're familiar. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you yes. have to be. Um, I like. I was never a fan, but I always thought that um, Team Jacob, Team Edward, it was who you wanted to end up with, Bella. But that's not true. That's not it at all. It's actually who, like, you wanted to be with. I don't know. It was just a total revelation for me, which I never knew. But did you know that? No. No, no. I thought it was Seriously? who you wanted yeah, to be that, with. That's what I thought. That's what makes Oh, come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bella's not the every girl? No, no, Bella's no, Bella's no, no, no. not the person that you naturally associate with, no, I am Bella? no, no, no. no, no. Oh, come is, on. Is that who you think of, James? You I don't want to be Bella. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Twilight, though, is in the news right now because Stephanie Myers is actually re- – I don't know if you've heard this. She's rewritten the Twilight books um, from the perspective of uh, of. Edward, is that his name? Oh, see, I don't even know. That's right, James. You told me Yeah, this. the team so, that you weren't on. The yeah. Team, yeah, the team that I was. I wasn't on any team, apparently, because I was just not up to date with how it works. Um, but she's completely reworked um, the books from the different perspectives. So it's no longer from Bella's perspective. And people have just gone nuts over this because, I don't know, there's just something so fun about getting to see something that you love written from a completely different perspective. Yeah, right? sure. Uh, and this is exactly what TikTok user Jax has done. I've stumbled across. She makes these. She's actually, um, through creating these videos, she's become um, a record labelled like, um, I don't know, what's it called? Like she's actually been signed to a record label. So she's of, like an artist. Yeah, she's, she's like, like a, a proper artist, artist because of this thing that she's done. And she's taken really famous popular songs and reworked the lyrics from a different perspective. So I'm going to have a play of some of these for you because they're that literally the first time that I saw them, they had me absolutely in stitches. And the first one is... Hotel California, I'm sure you're familiar, from the perspective of a Yelp review. Highway, when our car broke down, so we decided we would spend the night at the one hotel in town. I asked the front desk when to check out, but he said, anytime you like. I'm like, did you just wink? He's like, no. I'm like, something ain't right. I'm leaving a Yelp review cause I had to warn ya This place is super weird Do not stay here Okay <laughs> <laughs> So, as you can see James, you're kind of laughing with like the painful restraint of When you said it was like a cover of Hotel California I thought that you meant like it sounds like Hotel California but with like different lyrics But that sounds, look I'm sorry. It sounds like someone not- sitting at a piano <laughs> with like th- recording something through a Zoom call. But anyway, look, there it is. That's oh, just okay. okay. This next one is uh, "Party in the USA," written from the cab driver's perspective. This girl at LAX, and I pull up to gate B. I'm like, "Hi, are you Hannah from Montana?" She's like, "You recognize me?" I'm like, "No." I'm the Uber you requested. We're kind of holding up airport traffic. She grabs the aux cord from me and says, can we listen to Jay-Z? She starts freaking out because she forgot to pack stilettos. Then she stuck her head out the window. I'm like, ma'am, that's dangerous. Put your head back in the car. Put your head back in the car. She's like, I'm going to be a star. So I'm like, get out. (laughs) 
I think this really tickles you, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. I really enjoy it. I don't know. I think if anything, this is only proving that I am like extremely too young for the audience in this room right now to be enjoying this kind of entertainment. Okay, don't make this personal. Because <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> Because uh, what you're saying there, in parentheses, and we can't hear it because it's in parentheses. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm too young for this demographic. <laughs> parentheses, you're old, in bracket. I didn't say that. You did. But I suppose on that note, we maybe should just get back to some regular No, music, I want to hear the Is there another one? There's, there is one okay, more. Okay, no, no, let's do the okay, other okay. one. I want to do the other you one. You asked for this, I though. Did? I will warn I you. did ask for this. <laughs> okay. Go. This last one is You Got a Friend in Me from Andy and Woody's Perspective. like giving like <laughs> ultimatum family ultimatums i think is quite funny oh there you go all right i'll put you out of your incessant suffering with this awful tiktok content and why don't we get back you to don't s- mean that <laughs> i don't you mean love it. a single little good bit. that's about time for us for this evening michaela howard jones so a pleasure sad. as always oh as always thank you so much for having you, me you you bring the tiktok you 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 you're, you're making me more enlightened one tiktok video at a more time more enlightened but i think i'm just fueling your hatred which is not at all my intent but you know no i'm trying you're trying i'm really so I'm really am I, trying if that's not obvious but we'll get there eventually tian what's your what's your tiktok <laughs> game like it's it's non-existent. Really? Do, do you do you like do you watch videos? Do you? I mean, do no. I need to say? Are you a creator? No, no, I don't even have the app. Is it an app? It's I an app. Even, I actually had um, my neighbour, her, you know, seven-year-old daughter, try to explain it to me. So I'm I'm one of those people. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Tian, thank you so much for coming and being our guest today. Thanks um, so much, guys. It's been it's been really awesome having you here, um, and. I'd say, is there anywhere that people can check out some of your stuff, things that um, people can can hear, seek you out somewhere? I'd go ahead and frame it. Yeah, Twitter and Instagram, just at Tian C, so T-I-A-R-N-E underscore C. So if you want to see all of the stuff that Tian's currently working on, audio producing and those sorts of things and stuff she's done in the past, you can see it all there. Perfect. Absolutely cool. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music and we will see you again in a few days. Bye.